Good people and fellow students, welcome to another episode of All That Yaz. In studio with me is one of my favorite artists of the last decade. In fact, he's actually the first musical act I've ever interviewed when he was on my Next Gen Greats podcast and now becomes the first artist that I'm officially interviewing for the second time. His latest record finds him coming home and in doing so finds him collecting his first top 10 album on Apple Music. It's The Snake, Cyber Telly. Tyson, how are you doing, sir? Bro, I'm good. I'm mad good. I'm tired, actually. Tired, but like, we good. <laughs> How is the current era actually feeling for you? I feel like this is the most people have um, related to me. Like, every with every release, I've gotten better at, like, being myself. I'm trying to translate that better. So I'm just glad that people are actually seeing that it's an era. People are actually seeing that, no, man, there's a whole process to this. It's not just hey music coming here you are so it's nice it's nice to know the message is being understood as point blank as it is <laughs> <laughs> as point blank as it is usually i like asking artists like where did this all begin but i feel like that would be a question i've asked you before so i'm just mm. putting a caveat because we have covered a lot of this in the first interview we did the yeah. next gen greats one go listen to it you won't hear me in the interview but it will cover his entire first arc from when he was doing it in high school all the way to Snake's Favor Me. So I ain't gonna be covering mm. those questions here, just a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> but how has the growth for you felt or how have things kind of been between Snake's Favor Me since then? You've dropped Dolce, you've dropped multiple EPs and now you're kind of here. How has that kind of journey now been in terms of establishing what your sound is to then kind of honing and becoming comfortable within it? My thing is, people like to tell you some long come up story, some <laughs> we was working on this, now I finally found myself. And then the next project comes and they tell you the same thing. That wasn't the real me. This is the real me. I found myself. I feel like I don't lie to you, I'm very aware, I'm very self-aware. So I know myself and I know the things I'm doing and the things I want to do, very intentional, all of that. So with this, I won't tell you much like uh, there's a big change. It's just a better product on the same formula. The formula is me. It's not like I'm doing the same thing. I mean, I'm doing things different. I'm doing things that I love. I'm going for it. But the product keeps getting better because I'm finding better ways to cook, if I could give an example you gave me i'm understanding the people and better understanding myself and how to relay myself but it also has to do with me maturing in life so i feel like that's why this project sounds like how it is has there been any like pivotal change between then and now from like private conversations you're talking also just about kind of like the not necessarily acceptance but generally more people kind of warming up to you and you feeling not as much of a villain <laughs> as you used to yeah yeah that's the thing the art you make represents the point you are at in your life so like we as artists make music that you aren't exactly experiencing some experience you relate to but most of it probably not you're just trying to live it out like you hear what we're doing you're trying to live it out in character like you hear gangster rap you're like that's as close as some people are going to get to hearing about gunshots and all of this and feeling like a thug and a gangster and all of that so when it comes to like my experiences my past ones that was as close as they were gonna get or like they're able to express their anger and whatnot but like a lot of people wanted that to be my brand they wanted that to be me the whole way but it's like yo dude i was just only disgruntled and like mad at that certain phase in my life 
But otherwise, I like where I'm at. Like, the happier I got, the more understanding I was with certain stuff and how to deal with different problems in life, the more I had to change what I was making my music about. So I was like, okay, wait, most of my substance was this, 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 and this. I have now room to talk about these other things. And these other topics are more positive or they're more vulnerable, they're more personal, but they're not forcing sadder emotions. They're forcing more playful, more personal, more loving emotions so that's why i was like that's where more people connect with because no one wants to be mad and angry all the time so nah. people really rocked with the fact that i'm relatable to them in the sense that i make music for their good moods i make music for their boastful moods i make music for their yeah their angry moods too we still got that that never <laughs> changed bro that never changed so at what point for you did the actual home era begin in terms of like the actual recording sessions of when you started doing work for specifically home the way home started was we had just finished dulce and i told dudes like yo i'm gonna take a break for like a whole month but when i come back to music i know that i'm gonna make a project called braxton this time i was like i want to sound warm not warm as in comforting only like warm overall the song's gotta feel like a room full of air bro like it's gotta feel old it's gotta feel warm that was the key word so i picked the color i picked the colors for different sounds i was going for so i was like okay i'm gonna make this batch of songs and they're gonna sound red still warm but like a warm red i used reference points for the first time i was like okay Let's say Jay-Z and Kanye West's um, The Joy. I was like, that song. Tato Soul, Paley Politics and Passion, that song. And a couple few other songs. All these songs give me this certain warm feel. Now let me go and make, not music that sounds like these reference points, but like... That gives me that feeling, a similar feeling. Yes, that feeling. Like it must just sound as warm as these songs, but in no way sonically the same. So with anyone I was producing with or making whatever with, I sent them those references. I was like, if you want to send me beats, they must remind you of this. We all interpret things differently. So the first couple of ideas or their version of Worms were interesting, especially Beethoven. Beethoven was the main sound of my album. And then he ended up not on this album, but those songs were that important to me that they're going to be on something else. So for a month, we were in my melody. We were just knocking songs out. And when I was done with the color red, I was like, okay, I have a whole rap album of 30 songs now. Let me keep these, play these, see which ones stick with me and which songs give similar vibes. And those similar vibes ones, I have to pick which one's the best out of the similar vibe ones. And those are the ones we'll work on in future. And then we did a couple other sessions. I picked a different color. I think the color was green. Yeah, crazy enough, the color was green. And the batch of beats changed. I was working with Physique and a couple other people. We'd hear songs and build on these old rap songs. And I'd be like, okay, this one's nice, but it's slow. It gives me a vibe of another song. Sequenced wise, I need to find the perfect blend without going too far, without sounding forced. So when we made the second batch of songs, and I think it was like 10 more on top of that 30, like 40 proper songs to pick from. The reference songs that I kept playing and coming back to, I'd go, hmm, this one, it's strong album. All the other songs with similar vibes too, I have to pick the best one out of it. I ended up being at a point where it did not sound like a commercial hip hop album. So that's what like was a risk now. When I listened to the songs I liked, like 14 of them, I was like, okay, what I'm seeing here is that there's no trap influenced hip hop production for a hip hop artists. So I was like, uh, I'm already accepting that I might not get on certain platforms with the kind of sonics I have right now. But for the sake of the cause and for the sake of the mission, I have to continue. I have a sound here. No one's doing this. These songs are warm. The batch I have right now is warm. Now it's time to, for the first time ever, do post-production. So we listened to all the songs and we're like, we're going to add a guitar here. 
we're going to add keys here, more additional vocals here. Who are we going to add? I legit penciled out everybody. This song sounds like a song for all. This song sounds like a song for Vodvod and Vodvod. And crazy enough, I got every feature I wanted. For the first time ever, I did a long mind map this whole plan of from point a will go to b will go to c will go to d and that's what we did we followed it through there were no changes in plan and for me actually i think it shows very much in the music and the structure of the music specifically with their songs which i'll get into which i find that to be the most apparent from when we actually get into the sessions of it all mm. which is what we're about to do so for those of you who are listening I... to this for the first time the yes sessions one of my favorite formats it's four songs we pick four songs from an album two of them being tyson's favorite two of them being my favorite and we talk about what it is we like about those songs and the inspirations behind them etc etc Usually I start with my favorite, but I have a lot to say about my favorites. I'm going to start with my second favorite. Earlier you're talking about you actually being very playful and I think this is one of the most playful songs that you've had the lyrical content of what it is that you're talking about and how it is that you play with it it's just so fun to hear you having this lightness it's entertaining it's called Heaven's Gate With everything in my power what is you talking about she like we only hear a few hours what is you talking about love is religious if I allow to throw me in God around and believe me I'm faithful I keep the cross for a Top of mind, no cap, you really on something Pardon my little manners, I want something Function the party after we start touching Trust when we hit the sack, I'm gonna hurt something Bluff, oh you don't say Church girl, but she for me on a Sunday My world tempting, yeah, she like one day I die for you, will she die for me, I won't say Cause girl, this shit tricky, I figured I'd bend you And tell you to leave on your nigga And show you a touch to believe in and give up Your boss and your time just for me as I let her I'm dropping these toxins like coffins I was popping my side, bitch, no silence Keep batting them eyelids, don't care about that mileage That pussy where I live, pussy with the Diamond pussy, what the time and pussy make me take religion classes, lying pussy make me leave my niggas, ho we ride a pussy make me fake like I care about her friends, how they used to have beef cause the one ruined her dress pussy make me say mm-hmm baby yes you don't need all this drama to fuck up your head, you don't need me here either but fuck it I'm here, I'm a nice nigga, you know coast baby, I'm a dice spiller, gamble holes maybe yeah. Just go and google Heaven's Gate, it's a cult, it was devoted to God. So they had agreed to all wear, I think it was the same Oh wait, I know about these people. Yes, they wore the same kind of Nikes and they went in one building and they devoted their love so much for God. They said they want to be with him. So they had cooked up poison, sipped it and all died. That's how devoted they were. They wanted to die for God. Something so dark and cruel inspired a love song. Cause I had heard the beat from Il Rose, like he had sent me two beats. And when he sent this one, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said I needed warm R&B. This is it, this is perfect. <laughs> a lot of pop culture was referencing this thing. Like Frank Ocean referenced it in Nikes, but not just him, there was someone else. There was a few people who had referenced it. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Let me make a love song about that mass suicide. What if there was a like relationship within that cult? And what if girls trying to convince the guy to like commit to this and like, yo, let's die. And the dude is just not with it. With everything in my power, what is you talking about? She like, we only here a few hours. What is you talking about? 
Love is religious if I allow her to throw me in God around And believe me, I'm faithful I keep the cross for a safe fall Closing our eyes for the makeup I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready I'm ready, 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 I'm ready Wait, hold on, sorry. I've been trying to figure out the chorus. Previously, I thought it was just like you were in an argument. When you add in that subtext to it, the chorus becomes like 10 times darker than I ever would have thought about. Way darker. That was the inspiration behind Heaven's Gate. It's about loving a girl that much and like, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, really. I'm ready. <laughs> like, if you go back to it, it's a dark song, but people just think it's a, it's about girls. It's like how the weekend made I can't feel my face, or even how Hey is about divorce. You get me? And Heaven's Gate was the first song made for the entire album, so it inspired the rest of the sounds. What is your first pick? So my first pick will be the second song I made for the tape. It solidified what Heaven's Gate started. It solidified how the direction the whole project is gonna go in. And it solidified the like religious themes and the more rhythm kind of records. Cause I don't do dance records as much, but yeah, House, House is really that song for me, man. My, my pick is House. Nothing's changed, but your family name I'll rearrange accordingly. Your private space not bother me, you yell my name. Telly baby Tyson, say but Chauncey girl, it's all the same. Barely even tossing how I turn you like a Bible page. Lord, excuse me, need a more than Sunday on the Savior's floor. And I'm only here for one day, what you got in store? See if it's on the top shelf, then it might be kosher. Designer planet doja, cat I win it over. On your walls like posters, drop your draw, come over. We can do this on the sofa. Soft in a moment, you know my grounds of composure. Let's get this poppin', you know this baby girl. Listen, I'm sorta um. I'm not my outcomes, but I am my choices. This the result of taking pointers. My palms on my face like joiner. I ponder the palms all over. These scriptures read them and sober up for love and all that other stuff. What's up? House with Amara and Marcus Avi is actually just the roof of the Lord is church. It's a church love to tie back into Heaven's Gate because I thought this was going to be a religious marking album. And then when I made Heaven's Gate and House, that's when we decided that I, this is called Home. The two home references are like, this is going to be an easy topic for me to bang out. And because <laughs> it's warm, it feels like home. Amara Fleur. Oh, Amara. Yo, she's fire. I had never done anything with her or even spoken to her just besides being a fan. She had done an interview with YOLO during the pandemic. And that was when I was like, oh, who's Amara? I went to go play her music and I was blown away. I was like, ah, she crazy. When I make something, I'm gonna throw it at her. When the beat was being made for house, when Dosho was about to do the drums on the thing, I was like, no, make the drums more and we'll go. Once he did those drums, like, he's like, you're gonna holler at her? I'm like, she follows me, I follow her. With a lot of the early work on this tape, 
I threw a topic in my face and I was like, I'm sticking to it. Not a, not a topic, a scene. Yeah. It's a scene in my head every time. With um, Heaven's Gate, or it was actually the Heaven's Gate cult. With this, sitting at the back of a church and my aunt is like somewhere in the front lines and the whole choir is singing in the church. I'm looking at her and I'm like, yeah. And I want it to be the song that the choir is singing in this so-called church. It must be the song that I'm about to make, House. So this house song is going on while I'm trying to push game on this shawty. That was the whole inspiration for house. Verses are too easy. I just need five minutes. So I sat on the hook and it was more fast. There was a lot of words. It was, you comfortably the one I need the most. I think, you know, it was very fast. I didn't, it wasn't singy. So that's the back and forth we had with Amara. Cause like she sent me the hook four different times like she was smart enough to hear that it needs to be sang you know you comfortably the one I, need. I was like wow okay I, 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 I played it for like my single friends like tron and he was like these first words need to be sang out the other part of the hook leave it as a rap hey, keep it safe from me please Break, keep keep it safe for me, you know, please. If you keep in space for me, either way I won't leave, cause it's likely that I need it more. Where did Marcus come in for you for this? I had written out the names of the people I want. I could get Marcus Harvey, Rojo, and Amara. I'm gonna do an R&B mayhem here. But Rojo was on hiatus, and then Amara was sending me her new version of the hook. Then I get a text from a friend to drive to a random street in Alex, and you're gonna meet Marcus Harvey. I was like, yeah, I, so I took the risk. I was just chilling with Alex and I waited and he was right on time. And then we chilled all day, he made me ribs. And he played me beats on beats, records on records. And I played him records. And then when I wanted to play house, I'm telling him, yo, Amara's gonna sing the hook. So don't worry about that. And at the same time, he's like, ooh, let me do the hook. I asked Amara, he's like, yeah, but let me do the hook. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you can do the verse. Cause he was really loving the song. And then load shedding hit, so we couldn't record it that day, but we had a great day. But every time he'd hit me up and we'd speak like general about life and whatnot, Marcus would always tell me, yo, you see that house song? Bro, let me do the hook. I'm like, just record it and send me it. Let me hear what you got to do. He's like, nah, I have to do it with you then. So we linked up maybe two more times and he did a verse and the verse was clean, but he didn't like it. He was just like, nah. I'm doing the hook. <laughs> so he did the hook. And I was like, when you hear the Amara part, you'll really be convinced that she smoked this. Cause he hadn't heard her. Crazy enough, she had sent me the stems that day of her new hook. We hooked it up and we played that. And we're like, okay, wait. We played his version of the hook like right after. We're like, you know what? We don't need to do a long verse. Cause we also have that who's really rocking in the house part. And we have the cool guitar thing. So we like, you can do a hook too, and then you do an outro. Shout out for Zeke, he saw the vision. I like how every song in this album had its own moment. So that's your current favorite. Crazy enough, and it's one of the first songs made, and it's still my favorite so now we're going to move on to my favorite song off of home i call the song melancholic beauty because of how it sweeps you with its emotion from the light piano to the muted bass their instrumentation is reminiscent the song might currently be my song of the year and as spotify tells it it's my second most played song of the year already and it's only been a week it's growth <laughs> 
My car got flat, I called my dad, I'm still at work in hell He ain't know how I felt, that week was the worst He symbolized how I could help myself Homies losing confidence in music, I can start to tell But I still dropped my album by the week, it just kept doing well Used to think my mama hate me, not a day that we don't speak Tough love and that struggle raised me, black babies grew up like me And my angels had baby teeth, back to heaven younger than me Kanye Lisa protecting me, they don't leave us when they get wings I seen people question they teams had me thinking that's gonna be me They want those shit on every beat That's my brother still any beef Pull up on you, no meat and grease Speak your vices and keep your peace Apples falling too far from trees How does fruit end up in the sea? We were all raised by communities Segregation, apartheid done split us all up But our tribes, but all the kids still turned out fine Cause him and her are like you and me Learning love was the hardest The honest love hard to keep Because the best things in life are free Dip my eyes in the water Baby, I'm caught up lately Distorted, wavy Living lies in the holder Maybe for just mainly to call us baby My truth feels like your own God, you never know Guide me, let me know Why she had to go Why he had to go Why we gotta go Why we never told Don't know about how heaven is a home I don't know how about heaven is a home I just wanna feel like water How I never was alone Let the dreams tell the father How I'm learning how to float Better reach, handling my broke Pull up to my vices And I'm never letting go Pull up to my vices and I'm never letting go one of my favorite things about this song is the strong chorus mixed with the post-chorus. After you've been lifted in with Tom Cezanne's chorus, you then come in and you kind of just like make it even that much more soulful and satisfying with that post-chorus that just feels so melancholic and give you a little bit of hope, give you a little bit of like nostalgia. I think this is the warmest song on the album because you feel warm, but you're warm in the reminiscence of it all. Yeah. It's beautiful. I actually realized Rojo has been, he's a key feature of like most of my favorite songs of this decade from trustworthy to levitate to this if roho or anything he's warm so i was trying to find inspiration to start recording again because i had knocked out a whole lot of rap songs but i'm like i need a body and i already know i want to conclude but i need the most warm i can get for the body of the album this is going to be the song that sits right in the middle this ties the album together it's the here come get your hug moment this is your breather point this is your i appreciate you i see you now let's keep going this is as emotional as we can get without being super vulnerable that's another thing but first time around on this album i didn't like share super vulnerability i didn't shoot right into one specific story i didn't drive a certain emotion out of you you'll get it you'll fill in the rest I think the reason why I was also sad and life was like, not sad, but like, I couldn't pinpoint just what these things were because there were so many. I had to actually pinpoint that all these different things were going on in my life. And also there was a time where it's the anniversary of sad moments. So that's actually the people who carry the emotions of the song. Their spirits were carrying the emotions of the song, to be honest. That's why I'm like, why he had to go, why she had to go. We're going to reference losses. We're going to reference continuing. Throughout the whole verse, I'm mentioning the different versions of growth and growing up and growing out of old patterns, growing out of friends, growing into helping yourself. We grew up in a community where they 
were all like segregated at some point and now here we are dumped all next to each other apartheid is fairly fresh on all of us you know like our parents were in that so it's fairly fresh but still all these different perspectives make a community and that same community brought each of us up as like kids they raised us into the people we are all their different influences so it's like at the end of the day we all come together to help each other get through these days to get through these times crazy enough Ah oh, man, I was trying to be very poor. I, I wasn't even try. I feel like I nailed it. That's one of my best <laughs> verses. That is my best verse. Sir, like I said, it's only been out a week and it is my second most listened song of the year. Thing is, I made the song to make myself feel good during that time and it did that and it's been doing that for me since. Before before we get into like the smushy shit, your last song. <laughs> my last pick. This song is a song I produced. One night I was just, I was like, okay, the direction of my album is going so, but I need a song that's, I don't know how to describe how the drums are running, how this is going. I don't know if I'm gonna rap or sing on it, but it's a loop, but it just hits your core. So I chopped and I chopped and I chopped and I just added trains, I added people talking. So deep in the background is noise to make it feel full for the song. Places, places with Tron. There's random percussion, the chords, they're on key but they're not, the hats are slight, everything was just doing its own thing but it all came together and that's like the world. I recorded it the same day as growth because I was in the same emotional space. I told Physique I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna finish the Yolophonic song and I'm gonna finish this song. And then Physique was like, oh, I have a session with Yolophonic and Tron on this day. Why don't you just pull up? Tron had got a new car. When I parked by Physique, Ricky Rick had passed. Tron and Yolo had landed. They're like, yo, bro, Ricky passed like right now. I'm like, dude, I'm seeing. So we dab each other up and we try to get to Physique and he's like, bro, Ricky passed. Is it for real? They're like, yeah. So we get in the stew and we sit for a long time. Physique is now checking these emails like, okay, here's the new version of the beat. I had upped the key of the song to like maybe try send the mood up. And then the Ricky Rick news was just like devastating. So we sat there and we kept playing this beat and I was telling them my Ricky Rick stories. The one time he like this is super solid for us, all of that. And Yolo's telling stories, we're all talking about deaths and losses now. And But while we're having this convo, Yolo's like, yo, this beat is perfect. This loop is amazing. John is like, yeah, I'm not tired of this beat. We've been talking for two hours. No music being made, we're talking for two hours. I speak to Tron and I'm like, yo, so you wanna do the old hook or you're gonna do your own thing? He's like, let me do my own thing. 
he, I don't even think he wrote this. But I don't wanna stay here. Wanna stay here. I got places I need to be. He just spoke about places where the people we lose gotta go to and places we gotta go to during all these hardships. Places my heart desires, places I need to see. Places I need, it's places I need. Because we're talking about how Ricky Rick's the only one in the industry who looked out for the kids and he made sure we go places. So with Ricky Rick gone and all of this, it's like, who's going to make sure we get in these spaces? It's tough. It's like finally getting to play on radio and then Cizu and Loma and Scoop are not there anymore. And I'm like, but we always wanted to be on radio that they could play us. Now they're not there. And now it's like the same with the Ricky situation. We always wanted to be on Cotton Fest. But now Ricky's not there. But it's like, we still need to keep going. We still need to get in these places. These are places we need to be in. So he just, he did that whole hook. And we let the hook run. As I said, verses come quick for me. I was like, what does this song feel like to me? I've tackled it two times and it didn't feel right. So this time, let me keep it short. Let me try be in the moment. Let me try focus on the fact that I'm going to be in a good space. And then at the same time, I'm talking about a situation with like an ex. I finally had like a proper conversation with her. There was no bad blood, but like we just weren't talking. We were just checking on where you at in life, where I'm at. And she had graduated. So I left that in the verse. It was really a thing of the way I'm feeling right now. Let's do that. I don't have to make the best inflection. Let me just speak how I'm feeling. It made me feel of growth. It made me feel like growth again. I was like, okay, I'm in that same bag again. Home is an ode to finding myself. That's why you see the missing face, the no face campaign, whatnot. Because when I'm home is when I know who I really am. That's why the whole time there's no face. Home is basically an ode to God. What did I say at the end? Uh, document my love for God and let my homies live through me believing in a higher power and believing in myself so places accurately summarize that that we're gonna end on a high note got a nine to five on the side like lightning mcqueen i won't lie when i thought of that bar i was like no one in their right mind could have thought of that because i do have a nine to five i love my job i love what my job can do for me but i'm gonna outgrow it at some point was supposed to have soul truth through the saxophone and end the album the stems came in late and then we couldn't change the stems in time when physique tried the mix it wasn't good and we didn't have time so we had to take that out we just let's just leave the version we have with the kids playing because that really summarizes what home feels like kids playing outside this is home it must feel warm we must sit in those emotions at the end i wanted to see the listener's face after those kids finish playing and the wind just ends and you're like man Man, this Tyson dude kind of cool, you know? Instead of going, yo, man, that album was crazy. You just go, man, you know, Tyson dude, he's not bad, bro. He's all right. Has the reception changed anything for you in terms of how it is that you want to move? This whole album did what I wanted it to do. I'm not going to say it's going to change my life. It's going to whatnot. But what it is going to do is going to change the conversation of who is providing quality. Who is actually doing this with their heart? Who is actually the best in our top five when it comes to this hip hop thing? Who's actually great at this music shit? The conversation had changed. Now you add my name. You go, yeah, bro, hey, Reese Nasty, see? Yeah, Tato Sol and McLaren doing it. Yo, but Tyson, 
it put a narrative on me my personality shine through the conversation is around my personality not where i'm from what i talk about what i rap about dudes just love me because i can rap i'm funny it's personal and this album brought out certain emotions in them on top of the skills so they're like yo but that tyson album was nice now people are going to expect this quality or like they know that this is a continuous quality for me now like they want to hear more of me they like me as a persona because people give you know these entertainers these influencers these artists even they give you their personality on social media but it doesn't show on their songs dudes are mad playful on tiktoks they're mad playful on their instagram stories or whatnot like you know them as a bubbly person yeah. i show none of that on my socials i show it all in the music so that's what's great about this the next project's the one that now changes everything this is album of the year in essay no one's coming close to this because it's the most me thing i've heard this kind of song somewhere no people try to make albums and accommodate everyone i didn't there's no let me try to get an afrobeat vibe you're a girl you my something nah bro i didn't force i didn't try to make it yo let me get a club banger i didn't i didn't even make a yeah now we about to rap record i only rapped great because i had something to say i got on a song without the soul and instead of rapping a crazy verse i was like let me say my bitch bad a lot of times i want to make sure it sticks in their heads because <laughs> I'm funny. We recorded it live together after like playing like FIFA. We had a FIFA tournament. We're playing games, whatnot. His manager's there, Tato's manager, and Tron was there, Miles was there. And we're there in the room and I'm like, yo, let's rap on this first beat. He's like, what you thinking? I'm like, home and away games. Cause I was really running on this home theme. The first game, you mad playful. You at home, you know, you comfortable in these grounds. You talking your shit, but away games, you're surrounded by like territory that's not welcoming to you. So we got to fight. I'm like, okay, cool, I can rap a great verse, and he's gonna rap a great verse, but now we're competing in the same lane. Tato's obviously gonna take this lane, and he can say things I can't say. So why should I do that? Let me have fun. <laughs> the whole time recording the verse, dudes were in tears, bro. It was the funniest recording session, and it was only 30 minutes. I kid you not, it was only 30 minutes, that recording session. It was funny, because most of the time, we wanted to play FIFA again line off the line i was like how many funny one-liners can i say while also telling people how the city used to hate me but now they love me the same people that were like yo who's that guy nah no these dudes they'll never make it they all the ones retweeting showing love you love this now it's my most boastful song ever so boastful i didn't care about rapping i was just trying to be funny straight disrespected rap actually the way I am in real life is the way I should be in the music. Like, you're going to get these jokes too. But I had to take out one line in Home and Away Games. There was one line where I was like, as dope as this line is, and it's going to make you go, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to get canceled. There are more cons than pros. So <laughs> the reason why the song took long to mix was everyone else was saying, keep the line. Everyone said, keep the line. Only me and Physique were like, that line gotta go. But it was gonna send everything up. It was crazy. Now, since you've already had this full rollout, every era with you has been bigger than the last, which has been very exciting to see and very exciting to it. What's mm. next in the home era? Of course, I'm not gonna tell you word for word. To make it like a surprise. As the listeners, you need to surprise be Enjoy the experience. This is the best and most fun rollout, but like, I need to close it off properly. I need to show you, show you more visuals and tell people the stories of what home is about, whatnot, and cap it off with the, um, 
a young clip a young how we did this how we did that actually i'm going to show people how we did the rollout step by step everything every night how we did it the whole walkthrough and the whole video to thank everybody merch too can't wait to do the merch just make sure i live out all of this music before i move on to the next thing because i already have the next idea i don't even want to start recording the next ideas i'm still in the home space i personally can't wait because i know i'm gonna be seeing you live this saturday for the first time at street fest a lot of people will see me for the first time it's crazy a lot of people tell me like yo i'm actually coming it's my first time seeing you perform you know and the other one was like, that's going to be my first time seeing you perform in years. Like, I haven't seen you perform since 2018. And, like, I have done shows here and there. But, like, the shows were always, they weren't strictly for music. You get me? So, yeah. it's it's great. It's great that they they specifically coming out to see how I can do this album on stage. Because the album is a very intimate rap album. So, it doesn't work well in certain spaces. So, you think... The performance version of these songs are about to shake. And with that, I just wanted to thank you so much for doing this. I have learned a ton and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more that's going to come out. But this has been, for me, your best project thus far. And it's been a pleasure watching you grow this actualization process and i already know it's not the end this is just the continuous growth of you picking on my favorite song and i'm very happy that you allowed us into this journey to kind of just better understand what it is that makes tyson tyson yeah yeah bro thank you thank you for thank you for letting me talk actually because most of the time i wouldn't have told these stories i wouldn't have told people how this came about thank you for the platform crazy enough everyone that does become a fan of my stuff they like bruh this is a whole new experience people be trying to talk to me every day like i show some fans love i have a young talk here and there. i'm like yo thank you i did this song like this just a small brief like actually that song was longer bro but like thank you and there's like a hundred of them i have people that support what i'm doing like for real real i never thought that would come for me but i always said now nah, i'm ready for that i'm ready for fans but now i'm firsthand seeing people dedicate time to me like i was on a video call with someone i was taking a couple fan pictures firstly and a fan had told me that some other homegirl is like a fan like she's a huge fan it was weird for me i'm like Psh, no way diehard fan bro who do you think i am i'm just tyson so he video called her while i was taking a picture with another fan she was so excited emotions everything damn near crying like that excited was crazy i've never felt nothing like that in my life i just sent love back said all these nice stuff to her because the emotion was a lot for me as it was for her i just i couldn't show it because i was in shock and i still am in shock so that one moment helped me see that you know what the music is translating and the people are loving how it's sounding. I kind of owe it to them now to make sure I finish this rollout right. What would you want to be your final words then? I'd like to just say to the people out there and like to the fans that did take time to listen to home that I hope it helps you find yourself as it did help me find me without putting that whole focus on this is what defines me. This is I'm coming into myself. I'm more aware. That's the point of home. Besides thanking God, know who you are and be yourself really embrace that and talk about your bad bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that has been the 52nd episode <laughs> no cap listen boom, my bitch bad lines i did it maybe on two songs and i was like you know what i got some funny one-liners i need to make it a thing 
That was the episode of All That Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so by sending an email to allthatyazpodcast.gmail.com. I repeat, allthatyazpodcast.gmail.com. Stay tuned as we bring you more insightful episodes of this podcast. I am Yaz from All That Yaz and have a lovely rest of your day.